Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. This week's episode is going to be more liney than Ben Riney. But before we get into any of that, you can follow us on Twitter at Rugby Podcast, on the Instagram, which is something which we'll get to later, and of course find us on Facebook. As always, I'm joined in studio with Phil. Hello, Philip. Hello, Jonathan. And of course, down the line from the Egg Chasers shipping container somewhere in London, Tim Cocker. Hello there, Jonathan. Hello there, Philip. Hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. You okay, mate? Head- yeah, my headphones are on my ear slash head area. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, well, here we go. It's uh, going to be, what, test two? And I kind of am feeling very negative. So you were positive ahead of test one. Yeah, I was. Maybe that's a good thing, <laughs> that you're feeling negative ahead of Test 2. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, let's dig into this. Shall we just start with the Hurricanes game so we can explain why we are so miserable? Or I'm so miserable. Yes. Sure, yeah. I mean, it was a, an a, a absolutely fantastic game, um, although you couldn't help coming away feeling like it was a defeat, deflated. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was a defeat in the sense of they gave up, what, an 11-point lead? Uh, 14 oh, yeah 14 14 point lead but I think it's a, it's I think it's what happened after the game that really really deflated us are you talking about the comments around the geography 6 now this is hilarious I only really heard about the term geography 6 earlier on today what the <laughs> hell is geography 6 <laughs> uh, it is the 6 people who were called up 4 from Wales, four from Scotland, and Gat- two from Scotland. Sorry, two two from Scotland, and Gatlin has justified their call up because they were geographically closer than other players. It's not an uh, an Enoch Blyton novel, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. No. So I'll lead off on this. Go this on. is. I think this is going to go down as one of the greatest ever sports blunders. This is going to go down next to. Clive Woodward taking the Lions to New Zealand last time. Um, I, I'm struggling to think of another example of something just so poorly managed. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm... I was almost on side with Gatland. Yeah, when, I was when, as well. When... I, 
I probably would have done it differently, but I kind of understood his justification when he said they were the closest boys. They're only going to sit on the bench for for two games, and so it doesn't really matter. But then the fact that he's been completely unwilling to use them to the point where his team was so knackered and a man down. They give up 14 points. They concede 14 points in the last 12 minutes to draw what should have been a good win to build confidence. But it's more than just that because you end up having players like Cruis, who played a full game on Saturday, Cruz, he comes on and has to play half an hour or so. Yeah. Um, 40, uh, 37 minutes. 30, 37 minutes. Um, Henderson, who arguably was playing, has was on form to be playing his way for consideration for the test team, had to play 80 minutes, albeit that was pu- punctuated with a 10-minute rest. Bigger, and the replacement for Bigger, Finn Russell, is a hell of a player. Yeah. But Bigger goes off with concussion issues and takes a hell of a load of physical knocks because he put his body on the line and ends up having to go through the mill for 80 minutes. What's your take, Timothy? It is, well, I guess the overriding thing is I, I was, as you've heard from previous podcasts, which you don't need to go over, I was very much against the quote-unquote geography six. I didn't think it was right and proper. Uh, I can disagree with Warren Gatland on that, but I think the error he's made is not having any courage of his convictions, having made yeah. that decision, to then backtrack. And albeit he said it was him and his coaching team made that call, but he it's, it's his name above the door. It's, you know, it's his job. And it compounded uh, what I felt was an error in the first place, which some could argue isn't an error, it's just par for the course. It yep. was compounded and exa- made exponentially worse by making that decision as well. It just, yeah. the mind boggles. And the other thing is, just so he, in my opinion, he devalued the shirt. Some would argue not yep. uh, in the first place by picking them up. But the second thing is he's completely harmed not just the team's chances of winning that game against the Hurricanes, but Joe Marler and and uh, sorry, who was tight head for the night? Sorry, brain fart. Uh, Dan, uh, Cole. Dan Cole. Dan Cole. They are one injury away from being involved in a test match. Yeah. Yeah. And an injury happens in training. And they've played 80 minutes, which hasn't happened in an in a international match in 300 games. Yeah, it's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? So what about the messages of sense? So message number one, the most obvious message is, I think so little of your replacements, your mere presence is going to devalue the shirt. So <laughs> the one thing that you said, Tim, and I disagreed with you, has actually been backed up by Warren Gatland. He thinks yeah. so little of these players that he has actually devalued the shirt. So you're you're right because Warren Gatland says it's devalued. Yeah, that's the yeah. first thing he has literally said. His excuse for not playing them was it devalues the shirt. I can't bring these guys on. Why? They're scumbags. <laughs> Why? How could I? Um, <laughs> like the second thing is uh, the guys who are kind of not quite in test contention, so, but actual real life lions, as we call them, lions third class. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like saying, boys, good luck. You're on your own. Yeah. Uh, short of horrific injury, uh, we're not going to bring on anyone else. So uh, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your tour. The coaches may have packed, might as well have packed up their bags and left. And then the last message is to the guys contending with the test, which is you're going to play continually. And uh, I don't really care what it says about your psyche if you do get selected, because there must be something in those players' minds. If they got picked 
to play a test, they might think, do you know what? How can I give, how can I put my best foot forward here after giving 60 minutes or 80 minutes, well, 80 minutes actually, in something just short of test intensity only four days ago? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's stupid. It really, it, like you say, Tim, it just compounds. I think that people were, it was half and half on the original decision. Half didn't mind, half thought it devalued the shirt. But this, everyone, yeah, everyone is oh, well, un- they, unanimous that this is the yeah, wrong thing to do. Warren Gatland has united all factions <laughs> with one decision. The great, the great unifier, Warren Gatland, <laughs> against uh, Warren Gatland. It's the only way he can unify people. I did. I felt sorry for. Um, for Thomas Francis towards the end when Dan Cole kept... He repeatedly went down injured. <laughs> and, and it's the thing, he's doing that rotation sign with his fingers. Yeah. No, no, you can't let Thomas Francis come on. Devalue the shirt. Yeah. 14-point loss. Sorry, 14-point lead loss. Yeah. That doesn't devalue the shirt. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Losing against the All Blacks on the weekend, that doesn't devalue the shirt. Uh. Come on. Well, let's get let, let's focus on Test Two then. Yes. The, the teams are out now. So like, briefly, we should just do the All Blacks. Ben Smith and Ryan Crotty are both out. Both World Cup winners. Both ex, ex, both experienced players. They have Waisaki Naholo, who wasn't too shabby in his uh, game against the Lions in a midweek match earlier in the tour. And oh, Anton Lennett Brown. Oh, Anton Lennett Brown, who was pretty uh, pretty impressive when he played and. Um, oh my god, I can't think of any names. He's the guy that's come on the bench that was all Lau Mappy or Lau yeah, Mappy or Louis Mappy. Lau Mappy, Lau Mappy, uh, top try scorer scored again, uh, yeah. for the Canes beast this weekend yeah. where he ran over Phil's beloved bigger. Canes. Mm. He, he is an absolute beast, he's a he monster. Um, yeah, all blacks lose nothing from this. In fact, some might even argue that they gain in certain areas, so don't feel sorry for them. Yeah, Nahol- Ben Smith is some player though. Ben Smith is a yeah. he- Ben Smith is a hell of a player. He's phenomenal and adds something to every team. But bringing in Waisaki Naholo, but it's kind of like yeah, well, sorry. yeah, you've got someone who's arguably positionally and under the high ball not as good and defensively not as good. But the threat he offers with ball in hand is something else. Is Israel Daggett fullback? Yes, pretty good yeah. fullback to be fair. Yeah, very experienced World Cup winning fullback. It's kind of like losing, in Northern Hemisphere terms, like losing Lee Halfpenny and bringing in George North, isn't it? Uh, yeah, to simplify it with a Welsh vibe. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna do. They're gonna do well. They're gonna do very, very well out this. So you know, they will miss Ben Smith because he does some undoubtedly great things. But while sucking in the holo, pretty capable and. And this is arguably a stronger test team than the one that played for 60 minutes last Saturday. Mm. Because for last Saturday, Bowden Barrett played at fullback, which obviously is a very, very good fullback, but he's just not as experienced as someone like Dag or Ben Smith yeah. at fullback. Uh, I don't know what to expect from this All Blacks team, but I have a funny feeling, you know, the Lions are walking into a massive trap. <laughs> I think we know what to expect. Go on, uh, really imp- a Really, imp- a, just a massively impressive performance. I think they're going to be better, but I think the Lions will be better as well. And I think Phil made a really good point on a previous podcast. If we want to look for positives, which is that, yeah, New Zealand will will incrementally improve having another game under their belt, mm-hmm. but the Lions are. Their, hopefully their improvement game to game is going to be greater by virtue of the fact that they haven't been together very long, yeah. relatively. Yeah. So I made yeah. this point on Green and Gold earlier on the week, 
which is I now am starting to think that Steve Hansen told his team to beat Gatland using Gatland ball just to spite him. <laughs> right, this is my new like. Here we are. We're gonna play off nine. We're gonna beat you, and then he sends him a little text saying, "How how do you like that for Gatland ball?" And this week, the Lions are gonna adjust to try and play against so quote unquote Gatland ball, and they're gonna get smashed. And then Steve Hansen's gonna send him another text saying, "That's how you really play." <laughs> so Howley ball. Howley yeah. ball this week is it? <laughs> yeah, is that just drop it all the time? Uh, by the way, Tim, that's a stupid thing to say. I mean, if you think, if you actually think for a second that Steve Hansen knows Rob Howley's name, you're mental. <laughs> that dr- that dreadful Welsh attack coach, Who, Who? whoever what? he is, I don't know. So um, yeah, that, this is kind of what I'm thinking. I think the Lions you have know- adjusted, and I think they're going to run into this absolute buzzsaw of an All Blacks team. I don't know. I, I'm sure he isn't like this at all. But I just have this image in my head on this Lions tour of Rob Howley. You know, um, Mike Bassett, England manager and the assistant coach who just <laughs> Lambert. everything he says. Yeah. So I just imagine him like that. Yeah. Um, but on to the Lions team then. Yes. Well, Lots of talking points here. So on the face of it, I like it. I like Warburton coming in. I like Atodji coming in. I think they're exactly the substitutions you need or the changes you need to beat the All Blacks how they played last week. Yeah. So they can come in. You still have the the line out, but they can come in and disrupt the rook. Yep, slow it bit, down. Slow it down. And then allow the lines to reset and get the line speed back. Yeah. And I think that's really important because... I was talking about this line speed defence by Andy Farrell. I think the All Blacks know all about it after playing Ireland. And they concocted a game plan to defeat it. Now, I think the Lions are going to concoct a game plan to defeat that, to defeat that style of play. The problem is, I don't think the All Blacks will do that again. Because they'll be, so the Lions are going to be one step behind yeah. Steve Hansen. So, I always talk about coaching, right? So, coaches will get all the stats from last season. And they will build up a game plan based on those stats. So, for instance, they'll say, like, yeah, most most teams turn over ball in their own 22, and they'll build some game plan to beat that. I always think you should build a game plan two years in advance. So get the stats from this year, concoct the game plan for next year, and, and then, then concoct the game plan for the year after, which would be your game plan for the year before. Yeah. And that's basically exactly what the Lions won't, will not do. So they're going to be playing one test behind, but they should be playing one test ahead. Yes. So... They need to work out the game plan to beat New Zealand last week. Yep. Then work out the game plan to beat their that, game plan. Their, yeah. Then go with that game plan. It, it, it sounds like it'd be easier to actually invent a flux capacitor it, and uh, yeah. jump forward in time, find out what they're going to do to work that out. That um, might be New uh, Zealand's trick, actually. That is actually <laughs> what they might be doing. The, the, I, I've got kind of mixed feelings about the selection. There's there's some things. If you listened back to our last podcast, I think we're both, but all of us have got kind of a bit of what, what we hoped would happen. You've got Warburton, JB. Um, mm, yeah. And Phil and I have both got Sexton and Farrell. Yeah. Yes, in, that's what I'm not context, sure about. In the context where we were thinking. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Not Ben has done anything wrong. He's done everything right, yep. very much right, but... The, the sort of roll the dice mentality. We're going to have to do something because even the best players in the best form having their best game ever still might not be enough to beat the All Blacks. Yeah. And it, for me, bringing Farrell and Sexton together is just, it gives you more opportunity to use your most dangerous strike runners who last last week, Liam Williams, Watson, Daly, Jonathan Davis, they, they were brilliant, but they were living off scraps. Yeah. So if you can give them a bit more ball... And if you can trust your your pack to give you some front front football, so that um, Farrell and Sexton aren't getting man and ball, then it could work. So, I disagree with this because what you're saying is you want two ball players to give the ball to your most dangerous players, yeah, yeah. But when the ball is going to your most dangerous player, i.e., Benteo, why take him off? Well. He wasn't the most. He was good last week, but he wasn't the most dangerous player with ball in hand in terms of meters made, defenders beaten. No, clicks. yeah, he, he wasn't up there with you know, sail sharks level of danger of ball in hand. <laughs> but he was up there, and <laughs> like it was either him or J or JD two. Well, so that that this is, this comes back to my problem that JD two and those outside backs they only got kind of kick chase or turnover ball. That was the only time that they. Uh, made those breaks mm. because they weren't getting the clean ball uh, from from set piece. No. Um, well, they were from line out. Scrum was kind of under a bit of pressure. It was. Mind you, not even from line out because as soon as they took it to floor and tried to maul it, they were in trouble. Yeah, well, it ended up trying to maul it. It got sacked and then it ended up with a box kick yeah. most of the time. You never got that, that this kind, is kind of, of quality. Yeah, this is where I stand. I think you're with the selections... You're giving with one hand, you're taking away with another wherever you look. Sam Warburton, you're adding to the breakdown area, you're taking away from the line out, which was an area that was really good for the Lions. With Johnny Sexton and Owen Farrell 10 12, you're adding the opportunity for Watson, Williams, yep. and Daly to get the ball a bit more, hopefully, but you're taking away uh, that, um, that, that potentially that gain line battle in the midfield. So, yeah, it's a there's no perfect solution. I'm happy with the back line. That's the one I. That's the one that uh, Phil and I both would have selected. Yeah. Um, I might have. No, actually, I even said just go for it and pick Reese Webb as well. But um, just from the got to go for it point of view. But the the forwards, I I, I can take Sam Warburton. Don't I, I? I don't think Peter Romani did anything wrong, and I feel a bit sorry for him being dropped out of the squad. Dropped as Although being fi- captain. Yeah, but finally, it seems that again, it sort of highlights maybe some errors in selection last week that. He seems to have addressed the fact that there is no impact from the bench. And what we were saying before the first test is Warburton's not going to come on and inject anything. Nope. And Halfpenny's not going to come on and inject anything. So yep. now he's got T.O., Noel, Webb, Stander, Laws, Sinclair, McGrath and Owens. For the last 20 minutes, that they're going to they're make a big difference. Yeah, big time. Mass- yeah, massive difference. But I guess that's not the selection you want to talk about, is it? Are we, talking talking about, are we talking about Alan Wynne-Jones? We are. Let's just <laughs> get in the fifth. <laughs> The fifth best lock on tour starting. Well, so I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree he hasn't been the best lock. But 
he has been maybe one of the world's best locks, top three locks for the past 10 years. Agreed. He's an absolute war horse. And I give him the benefit of the doubt because his experience and his knowledge of the game, he can run the line, he can do everything else. And no one will be more upset with their performance last week than Alan Wynne-Jones. Yeah. And I think that alone really just says, throw him in. You know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work fine. Um, but it will work. And I think it's incredibly reactionary to say, hey, he's not had a good tour. He should be dropped. No, no, no. The guy has been a warrior, an absolute warrior for an, for an entire decade. So I'm willing to say, look, if, if that's what Gatlin thinks, if that, that's what the coaches think, he's got a body of work to back it up, go with him. Yeah, and I, I I probably wouldn't have made that decision, but I back that decision. I stand by it yeah. just because, like you say, the longevity. Um, and Gatlin knows it inside and out. Yeah. So and we you, genuinely, you have to trust. And we genuinely do not know what has happened in training this week. He might have trained his socks off. He might have been writing people off left, right and centre. You just don't know. So yeah. yeah, it's not like he picked Corey Hill, is it? <laughs> no, for... I guess if you want to look at it in a try and withdraw any sort of emotion or opinion and try and keep it factually based, fact he has been one of the standout locks over an extended period of time in the Northern Hemisphere, mm. let alone the home nations. That's just a fact. Secondly, he has been under under part relative to the other locks that are on tour, and I think Henderson will feel very hard done by. I yep. think Cruz should feel very hard done by. And Laws, actually, not having a starting place, should feel hard done by, although he'll be happy to be involved and yep. be on the bench, of course. So I think Alan Wynne-Jones should feel very lucky. Again, it's a big call. Gatlin's not afraid of big calls. If it, if it doesn't happen on Saturday, he's put himself right in the spotlight for an absolute roasting. If it works, fair play. So Just like think... everyone did with Jonathan Davies. Well done. Uh, and Yeah, Jonathan Davies twice now, actually. Um, yep. Yeah. I think the ramifications will be bigger, actually, than did he pick Alan jones did he not pick Alan jones If he loses, and he loses badly, and the team play badly, it'll all be put down to that Hurricanes game. It's such a weird, intertangled web which he's woven for himself. Yeah. The only way out, really, is either an amazing performance, and they lose two points, 38-40, something like that. Yeah. Or a win. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. People will very quickly forget about the geography six if there's a win. Mm. It's, it all becomes irrelevant in that scenario. Oh, if he, if he takes it to week three, for, like already he'll have exceeded my expectations yeah. before the tour. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Right, boys. Let's, let's do our Leo Vegas pick of the weeks. That's right, thanks to our sponsors, Leo Vegas. You can bet on rugby. They they love their rugby, we love our rugby, and that's why they sponsor us, the biggest rugby podcast in the world. So this week's game is obviously going to be All Blacks versus British and Irish Lions. Philip, how say you? I, it's the hope that kills you. I went into last mm. week's game not expecting a win, but hoping that we could do something. Uh this week I'm trying I'm, I'm really trying to kind of subdue that hope because I just can't see it. I can't see us 
I can't see it being good enough across the board, unfortunately. There's elements of the game where we can disrupt, and if we can get more ball to the outside backs, great. If we can slow down their rook, great. If we can disrupt their line out and get parity in the scrum, great. But one of the key stats from last weekend was, did you see the um, conversion rate stat? So no. visits visits to the 22, mm-hmm. New Zealand, eight visits, six times they came away with points. Three points usually. Oh, no, because penalty, tap penalty, blah, blah, blah. So they got, yeah. they got three tries and... and um, a couple of penalties, three penalties. Um, Lions eleven visits to New Zealand twenty-two, three times they came away with points. So what you're saying is there's massive room for improvement. <laughs> that is one way of looking at it. New Zealand don't have m- much scope to go with that. Lions have a lot of room for improvement. Whether Lions can close that gap in terms of the improvement uh, is another matter. So. Give me New Zealand by 12 points. Timothy? I am more optimistic when I look at the team and the bench. Hang on, Tim. You're very quiet, mate. Uh, It's probably because you've had the Leo Vegas thing running and you turned me down. There we go. Exactly what happened. It's like you're a professional. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I'm more hopeful with looking at that team and particularly I just if we can hang on to 60 minutes and be in touching distance or be just ahead then the impact you can get from the bench I think could make a difference guys like Ben Teo coming on and Reese Webb uh, coming on can can make a difference I think it will be a narrower defeat than Phil's talking about I'm really hoping mm. they can convert that and sneak into and sneak in a win but I think it's going to be a heartbreaking two point mm. defeat Mm. Well, as you all well know, I'm famously non-partisan. So <laughs> I generally pick basically on the rugby that I see. But I'm not going to do it this time. I'm going to pick based on partisan hopes. And I think the Lions are going to win. Oh, do I? I really hope so. I really yeah. hope so. I, I'm, I'm doing this to give you all, give you all hope. There's going to be a, a big improvement, okay? So... Yes, the All Blacks might revert to a different strategy, as I mentioned before. But actually, if they do revert to a different strategy, it's okay. The Lions the lion, the lion's have got it covered. That's what the Lions speed defence is, is, is there to do. If they go back to their first strategy, which we saw on the weekend, they've got a Todgy, they've got Warburton. Sean O'Brien's very, very good over the ball as well. They can scrap, they can fire it on the ground. They can slow that ball down, which means the, line, uh, the Lions can, again, get their line speed up. And again... This is just going to mean that they're hopefully going to win the game line battle. So, what's going to happen? I think Sexton and Farrell combined are going to open it up and give the balls the most important ball, ball players, even though I don't think that. And the Lions are going to win by four. Lions by four. I really hope that's that- the case. I'll tell you what, predict who you, who we think will be the, the standout player for the Lions. So, if there's a win, who's going to be like the, the hero that's on the newspapers on Sunday morning? I reckon Falatau will have a Falatau. monster game. Yeah, Falatau's another great. Falatau is a great shout. Do you know who I think it's going to be? Well, there's no one more motivated than Alan Wynne-Jones. Yeah, the war horse. I would uh, uh, roll back the years. Do you know what? If a you're 2013 Alan, vintage Alan Wynne-Jones. If you're Alan Wynne and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're thinking, how do I want to be remembered as a guy that has captained a Lions team, as a guy that has won a Grand Slam, or as the guy that has thrown a Lions series away. I'm pretty sure I know enough about the man to know how his mind works. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to go out there. He's going to give a hell of a performance. Yeah. So don't worry about Alan Wynn. He's absolutely fine. Man of the match on the weekend. Oh, I hope so. 
I hope you're right. I, I'm getting a sense of deja vu with your prediction of a Lions four point win from this time last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I hope you've not put the curse, the mockers on us. So uh, that's it. That is us done. I'm sure. Lions. I'm sure if Leo Vegas wanted to do a, they love their rugby so much. If you wanted to bet. JB, what type of hacker they're going to do, <laughs> and, what, and, and in what and in what manner the ball is going to be delivered to the to the to the pitch? Yeah, let's, whether it's let's, by let's go helicopter. How do you think it's going to? How do you think the ball is going to be delivered, Phil? Uh, they're going to have a an Elon Musk boring company Ooh. boring machine dig, drone dig under the I'm, pitch and and pop I'm going up. for a drone. A dr- drone delivery. An, an, Amazon, an Amazon Air drone. <laughs> bit I'm of advertising. Go- Interesting. I'm going to go for a Mari Falconer sum- summoning an ancient <laughs> eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say summoning the ball. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Summoning an ancient eagle with the ball in its beak. So it's a big eagle. <laughs> Not a kiwi. No, no, no. no. Oh, do you know what? That's a good point. We've not seen a single kiwi. I haven't seen store. a single kiwi. We've seen lots of other things, but no kiwis. Hmm. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> uh, yes. So, Tim, do you want to give us an outro? Uh, well, yeah. What I will say is just a quick reminder that because, I mean, hey, you might want to get yourself looking sharp for the summer. You can do that with a wonderful cornerstone razor. Oh. They, like, we, we genuinely and 100%, you know us by now to know that you can smell bullshit a mile off and we would not bullshit you. Uh, Cornerstone is 100 million percent, in our opinion, the best razor on the market. In the in the razors that were tested on the, what was that? Bar- Shot Well for Less BBC TV show. It came out top as well. So you got some independent uh, verification, but just try it yourself for just four quid. You get a presentation box with six razors and a beautiful aluminium engraved shaft german mm. precision engineered shaft which you'll get for free four quid less than a pint just go to cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers or egg 10 at checkouts and in the meantime enjoy the rugby on saturday follow us on facebook on twitter on instagram and make sure you hit subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast on the apple podcast store Acast, or wherever else absolutely We're done right mic drop let the boys play. <laughs> Let the boys play. Top work. In a bit. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.